So would you rather be a famous author or like a famous musician that like, you know, travels the world and has girls or like is an author that has respect and love and changes lives? Wow. So you're asking me to choose between sort of the whole, you know, purpose and spirituality thing yep. and groupies. Yeah. That's unfair. <laughs> Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. And welcome back to another episode of the Tradies Business Show. I wonder if we have groupies for our show. If if there's any groupies listening, please send us a message. <laughs> send us like a, leave us a voicemail or something, you know. Uh, maybe there's Michaela groupies. Oh, I don't think so. Maybe there's Wazza groupies. I doubt that highly. Yeah. Uh, everybody's just puking in their breakfast bowl <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to answer the question, okay. Michaela, and I'll go the author. Oh. Because you know what? Authors have groupies. I could be one of these cool new age authors oh, you that, could, yeah. you know, you just You'll sit around know. and meditate together and then, you know. No, I wasn't really thinking that <laughs> new age, but anyway. <laughs> so uh, we've got a, we've got a, well, I think every episode is interesting. Um, but uh, today we're going to talk about online, well, not online reviews specifically, although that's how it's done these days, but getting reviews from customers. And this topic was brought up in the Tradies Business Toolkit. And if you haven't checked it out yet, um, you should go to tradiesbusinesstoolkit.com and uh, jump in there for a buck. You can join for 30 days and, and test it out um, and get involved in the private Facebook group, which is growing every day. And there's been some really cool conversations in there that people are bringing up. Um, and recently, somebody uh, talked about this whole thing of getting reviews and Kind of, uh, you know, should you bribe people to, mm, to, it to was, give them? It was interesting because he said the question, look, I'm toying of this idea of donating money to charity for every review we get mm. to try and encourage people to get reviews. And I think we should go, okay, sh- uh, should you get customer reviews? Is that moral? morally bad or something? <laughs> charity or not, you know, you, yeah, you're just paying to get yeah. people to say nice things about me. Yeah. I feel a bit dirty about that, but, mm. um, you know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. But um, I guess we've got to say, should you be wanting to get customer reviews? Yeah. Let's step so, back. So let's, let's deal with that yeah. aspect first. Are they important? And I think the answer, everybody would say, well, yeah, reviews are important. Yeah. But how important and to what lengths should you go, this is a family show, kind of, uh, to get reviews? And... Yes, well, from my perspective, my personal professional opinion is, yes, they're important and they're really good to get. Um, but honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't beat myself up if I don't have any. Um, I think business owners make more of a deal out of reviews than consumers. Um, I'm not saying don't get them because they can be handy and mm. you might con- convert a few extra people, uh, a few extra customers that are that sort of person who does go online in particular and looks at your Google rating or your Facebook stars or whatever it might be. Uh, but it, there's other stuff you need to worry about in your business. Let's let's just get that straight. So, 
if you aren't doing all of the other things in the previous 70-odd episodes of the show that we've talked about, and in particular go back and listen to the Dirty Dozen, those two episodes, if you're not addressing... Uh, that was like our first two. Yeah, they were quality, no, those ones. No, don't go back oh, yeah, and listen to them. We should redo those. Don't listen to anything prior to episode 50 or something like that. <laughs> now we're pros. Uh, yeah, well, listen to us. But, um, but listening to this show, you should figure out your priorities in your business. And sometimes it's easy for us to spend time on things that uh, maybe in terms of the list of priorities for your business, there's other things more important that are going to give you more of a benefit like sorting out your referral program or repeat business from customers. You know, what are you doing with your database and your email marketing and uh, have you actually tried uh, Facebook campaigns? So, Look, there's a lot of things that you need to pay attention to, but if you're at the point where getting reviews is the next thing on your list, then um, my answer is yes, you should be concerned about that and they can be very powerful. Yeah, and I think it is, you know, of course everyone wants to um, be told they're getting a good job, but I think it's a bigger picture than this. You should be wanting to get customer feedback so you can improve your services. So have a look at why you're wanting to get it. If it's just to make your Facebook page look any good then that's not the reason you should be trying to get them. Mm. So that's my first point is have a look at the ways that you could possibly get customer feedback that's going to help improve your business. So whether it's a customer survey where they go in the draw to win something or whatever, um, I think it's important to look at the information you're getting back um, so you can improve. The other thing that came up in this um, question was, you know, he said, oh, I've got them on my, um, you know, this page and that page and Facebook and Google and like they're all over the shop. It's like, hang on, your, your reviews, don't put them on rented land. Mm. I know it helps with the Google rankings in Google Plus, but that's all falling to the wayside, so forget mm-hmm. about that. And seriously, no one goes to Facebook to look at your reviews to buy services. And so don't put your, you know, value and business in rented land as in social media or whatever. You really should be wanting to get these reviews or testimonials on your website because that should be your sole basis of everything that you do. And look, if there's two or three on there, four, five, whatever, that looks great. You know, you don't need 30. Because mm, that looks manufactured. Yeah. It, when they have so desperate. many testimonials, it, it looks desperation. That's what it is. So yep. what I would love to say is, you know, have a really effective system of getting customer feedback. Um, whether that's sending online surveys after you do a job or getting someone to, like a third party to ring up and, um, you know, ask the questions for you because often they don't want to, you know, tell you about how good your service or wasn't, but they might tell somebody else so that way you can then improve. Mm. Um, so, and, and no one likes to ring up and, you know. Yeah. Hey, how, how was I? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I'm having a cigarette. So, <clears throat> anyway, moving on. But when you ring up and, um, you know, a, I'm ringing up to see how the job went. Is there any questions you have? Is it all okay? Well, first off, that's going to make you stand out from all your other competitors mm. because you're doing a follow-up call to make sure that they're happy. Who does that? No one. Yep. Um, is there anything we can do to help improve our services? Mm-hmm. You know, and if they're raving about it, you go, oh, great, do you mind if we, we use that information? Mm. If they weren't happy, then you're going to get, you know, some feedback as well. And the other benefit is that you can also ask for referrals oh, when wow. you're making that call. Get so some more business. The, hey, who doesn't want more business? So you get a review and a referral or a testimonial and a referral. That's right. <laughs> and also you're making yourself stand out from your competitors by following up the job. And it, I always laugh when I hear Trace go, oh, yeah, but what if something's wrong with the job? 
Like, Wouldn't you want to know? Well, yeah, but you shouldn't be worried because you should be doing good work. So you should be proud to ring and make sure they're happy. Not going. <laughs> not going. I did a oh shit job. Oh, my God. I don't want to ring this guy yeah, because it's probably going to be crap. Yeah. yeah. You know, so... Um, mm. Yeah, so they're they're important. There's a lot of benefits to them, but I don't think you need to, you know, sell your soul to get some reviews. They should naturally come because you're doing a good job. It can be hard to get them, though. It can I, be, I find. Yeah. Uh, or maybe that's just me. But uh, I, I do see that consumers are perhaps less willing to give positive feedback. It's pretty shitty, isn't it? Like... Customers are really happy to rag you out on social yep. media because you were five minutes late or you left a wheel nut off their car or something. But if you did a great job, it was under budget, um, you over-delivered on what you promised, don't tell anybody. Mm. But that's always been the case. It's just that it's magnified now via the online platforms that we have available. So you do have to do some work to encourage people to share their positive experiences. Well, that's a lot. People don't ask for reviews, though. They say, oh, I'll never get customer reviews. Well, do you ask? Do you send a follow-up email? Do you send a text? Yeah, they're waiting for unsolicited cards saying, Hello? oh, my God, you were so amazing. Yeah, so freaking ask a question. Yeah, nine <laughs> people out of ten will probably say no. But, you know, there's the other thing like um, some of these lead generation services like Pages, for example. If you um, list with them, and they can actually ring your customers and get a review for you. And then that goes on your profile. So they just do that. You just need to ask them to follow up some jobs that you did a good job. <laughs> and most people most people have positive feedback. They might not be gushing about you and saying, mm. oh, he was the best plumber I've ever had. He was just amazing. That's a bit over the top. Anyway, all you want is two lines. And mm. so when you were talking about getting either you, yourself or your spouse or your office um, admin person or you know, a service like Tradies VA to actually ring back um, post-job and say, hey, just making sure you're happy with everything. Uh, and if they say, yeah, it was all good, it's like, could you give me two sentences that describes your experience with XYZ Plumbing? And most people will be able to say, oh, um, yeah, they were prompt and efficient. And, oh, and the guy took his shoes off, which was really good, and he cleaned up after himself, which is unusual for tradies. Um, so we were really happy. And that's exactly what you type on the website next to their photo. Yeah. If you can get one out of them. And that's taking it another step with those testimonials. But that if you can get a mugshot of your customer and one sentence of, Bob from XYZ Plumbing was great. He was really happy, took his shoes off, and the job was done exactly as stated. Someone will read that, look at the photo of Bill and Mary Smith, and go, oh, cool. These guys must be all right. And even if you can't get Bill and Mary Smith, uh, take a picture of the job. You know, maybe a before and after or something like or that. Or letterbox or something. <laughs> what? Their letterbox, you know. Here's Bill and Mary Smith's letterbox because they wouldn't let us use their faces. Oh, Was that no. a bit shit? Yeah, ignore the letterbox. Should we cut that bit out? No, leave there it in. There you go, in. there's a blooper. <laughs> Whoop. Oh, leave that in because it make me sound thing. more um, like I know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, of the job, not the letterbox. Your Sorry, job because you've done a really good job. All right, so we'll take a photo of the job if we can't get Bill and Mary Smith to put their mugshot on there, okay? Yep. I'll be sensible now, listeners. Uh, but I tell you what, here's, here's a, a killer, don't you love this, killer strategy. I sound if like one of those entrepreneurial so presenters. Yep. Uh, well, I think I do. But without your iPhone or your Android phone or whatever other phones there are, um, and take a quick video of Bill and Mary Smith, put them on the spot, and say, 
hey guys, um, obviously you're not going to do this with the post service phone call, but if you're there and you've got good rapport with the clients, and because a lot of the times I find um, tradies are really good at creating those real sort of friendly relationships with people. Um, often you're in their home or their business and uh, you've got the time to have a chat to people. So there's an opportunity to build pretty good relationships there with, with uh, customers. Whip out your phone and um, just say, hey, look, we like to share positive experiences that our customers have with people who are thinking about using us. Um, could you just give me like 10 or 15 seconds? doesn't have to be flash or anything else. Um, I'll just hold my phone up and you just tell me uh, what it was like to deal with us today. And probably 97% of people will say, oh, no, I couldn't do that, you know, because everyone hates being on video. Mm. Um, but the one or two people that do say yes, and I would be one of those guys, mm. you know, if you came to my house and said that to me, I'd be like, yeah, sure, man, I'll give you a few words. And I'd say, hi, Warwick Bidwell here. Uh, I've just had uh, XYZ plumbing come out and fix my leaky toilet. Um, Bob was great. He took his shoes off, clean, cleaned up after himself, which is a first, uh, and I highly recommend them. And so if you grab that and, uh, you know, stick that on your Facebook page and smoke it, um, you will outdo every other single plumbing business in Australia. Yep. And, and I'm going to put a challenge out there. If any of our listeners can find a tradie business who is doing that, I will eat the windsock off this microphone, <laughs> which I'm sure is very toxic. Um, but do that. And forget about your stupid star rating. If you've got one of those videos sitting in your little, you know, mm. header box thing on your Facebook page and it's on your website. And right? YouTube. And it's on YouTube and it's, I don't know, everywhere. Um, Email signature. Yep. Video speaks to people. It sells, right? Way better than text testimonials. So there, there you go. There's a there's a, a sledgehammer strategy for you. <laughs> um and if you do this, so again, listening, um, hello, go do that. Tell us about it. Yep. Okay. We'll give you a plug. Yeah. We'll give you a plug on the show. There to you go. To two listeners. So, uh, yeah. Come on. We, we passed a fairly big milestone not that long ago. We're about to crack another one. So, we're coming up, actually, you know, not too far down the track, we'll be coming up to our 100th episode. Uh, can you believe it, hey? No. Um, what is they it? said we'd never make centenarians or something, centurion, ah, oh, whatever. Um, you can tell I was listening in maths, uh, but you know we, we've gone out to tens of thousands of listeners around the country in uh, in just eighty episodes or whatever we've done now. So um, we're gonna we're planning something special for our hundredth episode. Are we? Yep. <laughs> well, we just should now, and. Uh, Let's raise expectations. <laughs> but but anyway, getting back to my thing, go do us some video testimonials. Tell us about it. We'll give you a shout out on the show. We might even stick you in the hot seat or something so you can tell us about uh, in, a, in a positive way what it's done for your business and you know how you went about getting it from your customers so you can share that experience with the rest of our listeners. Oh, no, they won't want to share it because then somebody, Joe, down the road is going to steal it. Idea. They're not going to steal it. And even if they do, you're still going to be different to them, okay? You, you're Just doing get over thing. that. Anyway, so getting reviews, yes. Um, they're really important. There's some ways you can do it. Uh, should you bribe people? You know, should I say, hey, give me a few words on the video and I'll spot your movie ticket or here's a free six-pack or... So, I'm not opposed to the idea. I don't think doing it for charity because you should just give to charity because of 
feeling good and all that. Yeah, because then if I don't give you a testimonial, you shame me into it and then I just feel like shit. Yeah. So maybe look at a monthly draw or, um, you know, some kind of benefit if you do want to go down that track. But I'd be more inclined to do an actual survey where you're getting a lot of feedback so you can use it in other areas. You know, was it easy to buy for us? Did you... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you, Michaela. No, you don't. That's not a no, I, I agree with you kind of Could face. Could you tell it? the way I looked up at the foam on the ceiling in the studio when I said that? Look at me, look at me. Good boy. Uh, Go. Too much information, people won't fill it out. You know, we, we did that episode about making it easy to buy. Mm. Um, same rule applies for getting reviews and testimonials. Got to make it easy for people to give you the information. Ask five simple questions. Too many. That's no, not five simple questions. How many surveys have you filled out from companies in the last three months? You know the ones you get on the emails, like "Hi, tell us about your online experience dealing with X Y Z service provider," or you know the Havianas you bought online, or whatever it might be. If I'm passionate about it, good or bad, I'll do it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so not everyone's going to do it, but so, a percentage so, will. You couldn't be fagged. But say you had five, just hear me out, right? Say you had five questions. <laughs> just listen to Michaela. Just get in the corner and be quiet. Uh, you had five simple questions. Uh, you know, people are more likely to do that than go, I think, oh, here, can you write a review about us? And then you can say, you know, say, was the service, you know, good to bad, whatever? And then you can say, okay, 90% and of people pick think. Five or six. Yeah, and but then hopefully they're picking nines and you can go, you know, 90% of our customers think our service is exceptional, whatever. Use the data in a clever way. Okay, so obviously I know I'm right, <laughs> partly because I'm male chauvinist. Uh, no, I actually have a one question, well, it's kind of three questions, but it's a one question customer survey that will give you what's called in jargon a net promoter score. So it'll give you a numerical rating of how well you did. And you can you can test that across 50 clients, five clients, whatever. You can average out their scores and you break it down to a number, a score out of 10. Everyone loves to get a score out of 10, right? Uh, I have a thing that maybe we'll share it. Do you think we should share it? You uh, don't think so because you think you're always better. No, I'm just thinking this probably was another episode. Yeah, well, we did, service. but nobody seems to pay attention to us, which is why we keep talking about the same stuff. Okay, go do your fancy Repetitious thing. learning. But it, but it, the question that it asks, and here's the thing, I'll stick it up in the show notes, um, but you can do this yourself anyway, even when you ask people on the phone, is, uh, so how likely would you be to refer us to friends or family? And I've only seen a couple of big corporates do this, and they're the ones that I actually fill out. Now, I got one recently from a bank uh, that I'm currently dealing with. It would have been a no because you and your banks. And yeah, I gave them a really dodgy score because the whole experience was just crud. And and the, the question though was not, are we shit? The question was, how likely are you to refer friends or family? And so I gave them a low score because it's a bit less... Um, confrontational, I guess, when you ask it that way. But thinking in a good sense, as a listener, you're going to be doing a good job. Most people would probably score between a six and a nine. Maybe you'd get some tens. The follow-up question is, so if you were referring somebody, what would you say about us? So it kind of paints a bit of a picture. And then you can actually use that 
to build your systems around that feedback. So that's why I find that is quite useful rather than just finding out, you know, were we clean, yes or no? You know, did the guy take his boots off, yes or no? It's like, yeah, kind of good to know, but where do you go with that? Yeah, so my idea was shit. So anyway, uh, it's like when you're in Telstra and the banks now, they say, oh, do you mind hanging on the line? We're going to do a survey. Yeah. And they ask that, you know, how likely are you to refer us to your friends? Why would why are you happy today or why did you give that score? Because um, you shit. Because <laughs> you kept me on hold for 29 minutes <laughs> and then bounced. Anyway. Yeah. So, so yeah, same, same principle. So, yeah. But should you bribe people to get that? You're saying it's a bit dirty. It depends how you bribe them. Like, I don't think, don't do charity. And I don't think, oh, here, I'll give you a movie pass if you give me. I think, you know, maybe go into a drawer or something. Hmm. I think, yes, you've got to value their time in getting that feedback. So, yes, bribe to some degree, but don't sell your soul by going, oh, here, give us give us um, this little review and I'll give you two movie tickets that are worth $30. Mm. Depends how you're going to use those reviews. If you're building a new website and, you know, you, you need those half a dozen really good quality with a photo or a video, then do something nice. But generally speaking, yeah, I, I agree with you, Mika. Oh, did that just happen? It did. Um, but generally speaking, yeah, you know, I think get the reviews. I'm going to call them testimonials because I think reviews are a bit overrated, to be honest. Yep. Uh, and I know people get really um, stressed when somebody goes and slags them on social media, for example. Uh, so what do I do about this? You know, how do I deal with this? Like, log out of Facebook and go do your bookkeeping or go spend some time with your kids, honestly. Or go ring some past customers to make sure they are happy. Yep. And that's the thing, you know, we focus on these bad reviews or the negative feedback, which most of the time, I'd say almost all of the time, is, that's kind of the same thing, isn't it? Mm. Most of the time, almost all the time. Uh, I'm yet to see a business that has more bad reviews than they would good ones if they actually asked for them. Yeah. Something Julie Cross said, um, who we interviewed. Yes many months ago, so go back Mm -hmm. being beginning there. And she is a public speaker, and she said, I used to fill in, I get people to do the customer forms. So she'd give out 100. She goes, one would come back negative. What would I focus on? The one negative one. That's right. So she says, I just have to let you go. You don't serve me, Mm -hmm. so let it go. And, of course, if it was feedback that you could improve your services on, but, you you know, then take that on board. Oh, totally. uh, You know, but you're not going to please everybody. I had a I had a classic. I did a keynote. Um, uh, I don't know. It was last year, I think, for a group of women, and uh, it was a national conference. And I did a keynote for this group of women, uh, and there must have been like fifty or sixty women in the room from all around the country. You know, small business owners. And I have a tendency, partly because of my background, it's just one of those terms that I use. Is when I speak to a group of people, I refer to them as guys. So come on guys, can we grab your seats, blah blah blah. And so I'm speaking to this group of women. That, male chauvinistic pig. Exactly. There was one dude in the room and he was the, the photographer up the back, right? <clears throat> and so I'm like launching in my thing and doing my keynote and getting all the energy up in the room and this one chick down the front stops me mid kind of presentation you know I'm, I'm about two and a half minutes into this thing and i'm you know getting my energy up and my adrenaline's pumping and she like interrupts me now no one's ever done that to me before you got heckled i, I did i got heckled and i'm like sorry uh did you have a question you wanted to ask 
fatal mistake as a presenter, right? Never give anyone from the audience the floor. Uh, and she's like, we're not guys. Uh, sorry? Have a look around the room. How many guys are in the room? Uh, two, including me? What's your point? We're not guys. We're ladies. We're women. Oh, okay. Sorry. And it threw me for a loop. Now, I spent, you know, I made a bit of a joke out of, out of it, and we had some fun, and we got on with the presentation, and, you know, it was great, and everyone had a good time. But you know what? Afterwards, she didn't come and complain to me again, because, you know, I, I think I've made a bit of a deal out of it, and yep. she felt like I'd acknowledged her complaint. But I had so many women come up to me after the thing and tell me how great it was, and they loved the presentation, and don't worry about so-and-so. Uh we ha- we didn't take offence, don't feel bad, don't change yeah. your language. And that's what we do in our business is we focus on the heckler and forget about the fact that the other 59 people in the room loved it. Mm. And, and you know, the tendency would be to go and talk to the heckler afterwards and say, look, I'm really sorry, what can we do to solve your problems and make you feel better about our business? And then we don't actually reinforce our relationship with our good customers who either went, oh, that was pretty good, or that was fantastic, and we never find out. Mm-hmm. So that's where the energy really has to be focused. And yep. I think however you get them, bribe them, um, you know, make them part of a random draw, give them some added value next time they deal with you, get the testimonials, get the positive feedback, because if nothing else, it makes you focus on the fact that customers actually like doing business with you, and it'll make you feel better about doing that for more people. Great. So... We have uncovered the issue. <laughs> Customer reviews. Uh, all right. So we talked about a couple of things in there. So one thing we did mention uh, during the show, so our show supporters, Tradies VA, they do have a service where they do like an after-sale support. So they can ring your customers, get some feedback, make sure they're happy, ask for referrals or even book in a job in six or 12 months' time or say, do you mind us contacting you in six months' time for a follow-up if you are in that type of business? Um, Or even, you know, 12 months later, imagine having a pain to ring and say, I just want to make sure that you were happy you know, all that kind of stuff, how difference that it would make. So tradiesva.com.au, uh, they have a whole range of um, phone answering and after-sale support and uh, things that they can help stuff. you Stuff, stuff. Uh, and they're really good at speaking too. So, uh, and the other one we mentioned, of course, in addition to Tradies VA, was the Tradies Business Toolkit. Uh, it's been great to see some of the conversation going on in the private group. Uh, Gives us Facebook. great content for our show. Thank you. <laughs> so thanks for that, guys. And in all seriousness, uh, it is worth jumping in there. It's like, uh, you know, well, you get access to Michaela and I, so, geez, that, that's, that's worth, worth thousands. <laughs> that's worth thousands of dollars a month. Um, but you do get access to both of us via the Facebook group. Uh, you know, we're keeping our members accountable on things that they're um, committing to do in their business. Uh, there's also extended interviews with some of our guests. We have, you know, deep dive ninja tips that you can access uh, on the audio page. There's templates that we put up, uh, monthly training webinars, and we're planning new content um, over the coming months as well that we'll be adding in there. So it's a dollar for a 30-day trial how could you possibly go wrong? And then it's just 27 bucks a month after that. Um, so jump in there and we can uh, answer your problems like, should I be uh, bribing people to get reviews? So uh, I think that's a wrap, Michaela. What do that you is reckon? a wrap. That'll do for today. So until next time, listeners. Bye. Hooray. 
You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools and into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.